Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. A Protestant theology professor was playing golf recently with a Catholic friend, Father Joseph. On each of the first three holes, when they got to the green, Father Joseph made the sign of the cross and then sank a long and almost impossible putt each time. After watching this scenario three times, the theology professor asked, Father Joe, do you think it will help my putting if I make the sign of the cross before approaching the ball? No, Father Joseph answered quite pointedly. But the doctor of theology wasn't about to take no for an answer, and so he asked, why not? Because I'm, I'm Protestant? No, Father Joseph replied, because you don't know how to putt. <laughs> it, it brings up a question, though. What do you put your faith in? Do we put our faith in ourselves, our own abilities? Do we put our faith in certain people? Do we put our faith in our Christianity? Do we put our faith in Jesus? Although we all know the right answer is Jesus. Is that where our faith is all the time? Advent is a season where we are told to watch and wait for the coming of our Lord Jesus. In our gospel reading, we heard the prophet John the Baptist proclaim, prepare the way of the Lord. And we know the Christmas story, the first advent of Jesus when Christ was born. And we know that after his death and resurrection, he told us he would come again. And he said that before he ascended into the heavens. Yet here we are, 1,988 years later, and are we still supposed to watch and wait? It's been so long. Some of us can certainly sympathize with the small son of a local pastor who was told by his mother that he should wash his hands because there were germs living in all that dirt. He refused and he complained, germs and Jesus, germs and Jesus, that's all I ever hear around this house, and I've never seen either one. <laughs> it certainly feels that way sometimes. Advent is a season in the church that more than any other season mirrors the life of a Christian in this world. Advent is a season where we live between suffering and hope. Liturgically, it is a time of darkness and silence with an expected hope of the incarnation of our Lord. In our lives, it is a season we watch and wait for the second coming of Jesus while we untangle the difficulties of our lives, our communities, and our world. And so we watch and wait for the day of our Lord. And in the midst of our waiting, we are threatened by an invisible virus that seems to not want to go away. We are troubled by a political landscape full of treachery and narcissism. We hear of violent stories and acts of racism and continuing harm among the least of those in society. We are also faced with the difficulties in our own life, the abuses we have lived through, 
the violence we have experienced, the loneliness, the rejection, the addictions. Advent speaks to the suffering that we all have in common. Waiting and watching for the Lord does not bring an end to the suffering on this earth. The curse of sin continues on, and we are reminded in the darkness and silence of Advent that we are deeply in need of a Savior. We cannot heal ourselves from the taint of sin. We cannot heal our society from the reaches of evil. We need a Savior. And that is the hope of Advent. The blessed hope that a Savior is coming to set the world at rights. Episcopal priest Fleming Rutledge writes this. She says, In this season of Advent, the church celebrates two things. God has already acted definitively on our behalf, and God will act definitively in the future to bring his purposes to pass once and for all. God has acted definitively on our behalf in the sending of his son, Jesus Christ, who has brought redemption to the world through his death on the cross, who has rose victoriously from the grave to bring to his people eternal life. God has destroyed death. God has obliterated evil. It was on the cross that Jesus said, it is finished. And yet God will definitively act again in the future when he will come again to consummate the redemption of the children of God, to bring his justice, to set the world at rights. And it's here that we watch and wait in the midst of an imperfect world, we wait. But we wait with hope. That is the message of Advent. Hopeful waiting. This is not some sort of delusional wishing, not a conspiracy theory. This is confidence in the promises of God. A God who is steadfast, a God who is unchanging, a God of whom we turn to in prayer, even though we are wearied by the changes and the chances of this life, we rest in his eternal changelessness. You see, God is for us. He is our number one supporter, our, our biggest booster. The late theologian J.I. Packer said, the simple statement, God is for us, is in truth one of the richest and weightiest utterances that the Bible contains. Because God is for us, we can wait and watch even in a world that struggles and suffers. Because God is for us, we can overcome and live through the darkness in our lives. Because God is for us, we can be forgiven and forgive others. Because God is for us, we can live fully despite the pain of the past and the uncertainty of the future. In our second reading today from St. Paul's letter to the church in Philippi, we see this promise of God. 
Paul is writing to encourage the brothers and sisters in the church, and he writes this. He says, I am confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Listen to that again, this time from the message paraphrase. There has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Christ Jesus appears. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, God will finish the work that he has done in your heart and mind. He will finish the work that he is doing in your life. You are secure in Christ Jesus. Advent promotes hopeful waiting in Jesus Christ. And it rests in the promise of God. He will complete what he has started in your life. This is good news. God will see you to completion in him. There are a few images in our season of Advent that are reminders of this hope, this hopeful living that we have. The most well-known is probably the Advent calendar, of which some of you might have at home. It's not just a countdown until Christmas, although that might be hard to convince someone who's 12 years or younger. But it is also a countdown to the completion of our hope. They are reminders every day of the goodness of God in the midst of our waiting and watching. We also have a new image this year in our church, and it's right over here on my right. If you all can see that, there's a stable here on this table. And right now, the stable, it's empty. You know, when Jesus was born that night in Bethlehem, only a few people knew about it. Most of the world had absolutely no idea. But way before Jesus was born, God was already on the move. God was already orchestrating things according to his purpose and design. Most of the gospel readings we have during Advent are about God's orchestrating of his will with John the Baptist and Mary and Elizabeth and Joseph. You see, we have an empty stable here, but a few sections back, a couple columns back, there's another table about in the middle of the church. And we have Joseph and Mary on their way to the stable. And they will get a little closer each Advent Sunday. I'm confident that they will make it to the stable on Christmas Eve. You see, right now, we can say, I just see an empty stable. We can ask, where's the baby Jesus? We can say the same thing in life. I just, I just see emptiness. Where's Jesus? The answer is he's coming. He's on his way. 
The journey has already begun. So in our watching and waiting in this Advent season, know that God is on the move. God is orchestrating things according to his purpose and design, despite what your computer says. In theology, we call this providence. Just as Mary and Joseph, Joseph were on the move way before the first advent of our Lord, so God has things moving toward the second advent of our Lord. And it's in this promise of God that we place our confidence and why we can agree with St. Paul and say, I am confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Because God is for us. And that is our hope in our waiting. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.